Hello and welcome to Gamer's Table, a podcast discussion of tabletop role-playing games, war games, movies, books, and various other game-related topics. Be warned, this show contains explicit material that may not be suitable for all audiences. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Table. My name is Eric. This is Mike. This is Dan. This is Mark. This is Jason. This week we're going to talk about con experiences. Every one of us at this table has been to more than one con, so we're going to just you know talk about the con experience as a whole. By the time this episode actually airs, Gen Con will either be that week or the week before. So we were Get your before. juices flowing for the Gen Con. Right. So that's kind of why I wanted to do this episode when when we're doing it. So I know that for me, we I've been doing cons for quite a few years. We, we started with the Egyptian campaign, which is in Carbondale, Illinois, because Jason was going to school there. Good times. And that was what? When was that, dude? So it would have been the spring of 94. Yeah. Well, it is. It's no longer. They've... They've disbanded? They've disbanded, oh. I think, two or three years ago. Does Carbondale have any kind of... Not really. Uh, Castle Perilous, which is the local game store, is trying to get something started. Well, see, I thought they were closed. When I was in Carbondale, I was in Carbondale two months ago, I, I drove by, and I think there's just a tattoo parlor there now. Oh, well, they, maybe they, they have moved locations. It could be. The, the last thing I saw, because I started... when The last time we actually talked about cons on one of our episodes, I, I went back to look at Egyptian Campaign, because we were miscalling it Egyptian Con, and it was actually called Egyptian Campaign, which there is a group of gamers in Car- Carbondale who meet like every every like Saturday or something to play games and that's where that con actually is rooted from. I guess the club is not nearly as prolific as it was before. Well, I'll tell you I, I met with those guys one time that year, my first year at Carbondale. Uh, that was one of the first things I did uh, when I got to school there was I, I was like cool, I'm going to meet a bunch of gamers. You talk you know we're always talking about how we're always judgmental of other gamers. You talk about a bunch of dorks. <laughs> I mean, these guys were I mean, it, it, I'm well, least- judgmental person you'll ever know you fucking prick <laughs> with all due respect i mean hey you know i'm a gamer too and i know to other people i'm a dork but these guys were huge dorks there there are levels of gamer and there are levels of dork well one guy we got to talking about books and stuff like that and he had a, i don't remember what book it was he had but uh he had a book that he was gonna let me borrow but i had to give him a ride he didn't have a ride and he was gonna take me to his place to get those oh, books really? exactly yes. this this is his name bad story jeffrey start. Dahmer. well that, that, that's kind of where i was going jeffrey gamer I, he lives in a trailer park. Ding! There's your first indicator. That's not, this is that's not really unusual for Carbonate. Yeah, like, no, I know. Honest. But, well, I lived on campus. I never I never tried that before. So I get to this guy's uh, trailer, and I go inside, and he's, he just sits down. I'm like, dude, where's this book? What the fuck are you doing? You know, let's let's get going here. You don't want to hang and, out? And he, <laughs> he finally starts rooting around looking for the comment, or looking for the book, and he finally finds a book, and, you know, he hands it to me, and I'm, like, starting to walk out the door, and he's like, well, you know, and he wants to talk, and he wants to, do, you know. And I was like, you know what? I'm... Here, you take your book back. I don't really need the book that bad. Hey, so I never worse. went to another uh, meeting with those guys ever again. You could have walked in and he would have uh, started playing some Barry White. Barry White. <laughs> Let's uh, get it on. Yeah. That is not but fortunately, Barry White. I don't care. Fortunately, there were some guys. <laughs> I'm that, sure Marvin Gaye does. <laughs> <laughs> he he could have snaked out your colon for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, well, I'm not going to go there. But <laughs> there, were some, there were some guys, fortunately, in my dorm that played. and We played a little bit here and there, but yeah. uh, they were you know, not very as you know, they hadn't been playing as long as I had put it that way. So yeah, that was uh, that was my first experience was uh, the Egyptian campaign. And we had a blast. That was fun. Yeah, and, and I think that having fun doing that kind of set the stage for years later when we decided to go to another co- convention, which for me was uh, Archon, 
which is a local St. Louis convention that's held in October. Our, our con okay. was my first con experience. Yeah, it was the beginning of the transition from that being a gaming convention into more of a party alternative culture kind of convention. Yeah, I haven't been back for some time. I don't really you know mean, what yeah. it is. All now. the costumes. And Not even so much that. It was just an excuse for gamer type people to get together and, and party, drink themselves mm. into a coma. You know, my first Archon was uh, there was there were just all kinds of. Uh, there was a couple of game stalls, but they were also like you know like medieval weaponry stalls. You know, it was like mm-hmm. come over here, you can buy a kukri, which I did. I bought a kukri. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how he just made fun of the people and then admitted then, to buying. Then, yes, and then so, yeah. Well, there's some muskrat eating motherfuckers. Let me tell you, <laughs> somebody's got to eat it. <laughs> Muskrat's good. And, so uh, we, we we met a couple of. Uh, it was a guy in our group at the time. I was before I started gaming with these guys by quite a few years. Another guy in our group. We met a couple of his friends there, and they were some. They were some ridiculous people. They were, they, they, they were the epitome of uh, smelly gamer types. The chick, I swear to God, had flies following her around. <laughs> She's like, pin, I pin. shit you not. <laughs> wait, wait, and they're all roosting on the crack of her ass on her, over that's, her that's, jeans. That's because they had to go back home to mama. You know, oh. where all, the, all the eggs were laid. They, she was uh, cosplaying uh, Pigpen. Right. From, <laughs> doing uh, uh, peanuts. My, uh, first, my first introduction to just kind of weird con people was I'm standing there talking to the guy who was running the shop that I was working for at the time. I'm just talking to him and he looks at me and he gives me this like terrified look like well, something is bad about bad about to happen to me. Right. And then I feel something on my leg like a dog to which I look down. It wasn't a dog. It was a cat person. What? It was a fucking furry like a cat. You know how a cat will like nuzzle your leg? Did you kick this person? I barked really loud and she scurried <laughs> off. <laughs> See, you, not, you, know, you shouldn't have done that, Dan. You, you played into her psychosis. Yeah. I, I think he was taking advantage of her psychosis. Oh, that's true. I, I, I identified the situation situation and I determined that was the best way to re- remedy my problem. <laughs> well, you could have done what my dad would have done with a cat. Kicked it? And shot it with a fucking shotgun. That's what he would have ah, done. Ah, shotgun. That's kind of overkill. <laughs> Plow! <laughs> is, is that justifiable, justifiable homicide if you kill a furry? Uh, no, that's hunting. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. No, be, you, you have to have a license. Yeah, the license you have to be in season. You got to shoot your limit. But, no, you know. it would be cruelty to animals. You'd have to. I think uh, the backstrap. The backstraps out of a furry deer would probably be good. <laughs> be yummy. <laughs> furry sausage. So. Whoa! Hold on a minute. Hey now, I'm not gonna, hey now. Where are we going with that? Yeah, we're not going to go any furry sausage. I'm an that. actual sausage, not dick. <laughs> it was several years after uh, Egyptian campaign that I don't even remember why I went to Archive. It was just like, hey, I, I, this is going on. I want to go check it out. And I remember calling Jason and saying, you got to come and, and check this out. And we, we ended up hanging out. Like It was like Friday and Saturday or maybe it was Saturday and Sunday. At I think the I con. used your wife's uh, past to get Yeah, because my wife is not a gamer and she was not interested in it anyway. But I, I, that was actually the first time I'd ever seen anybody LARP. And there was it was the costume contest uh, at Archon that we saw some vampire LARPers. Oh, yeah. And uh, at, I guess they were trying to uh, seduce their way into sitting in our because we were on what was it like a, a bench or something it was, it was like uh, bleachers like bleachers and they right. were standing cl- very close to jason trying i guess trying to make him uncomfortable they were trying to glamour him well the yeah. one the one blonde she could have made me uncomfortable all day i'd have been all right with that is well that, i think that was the, the point right. it was is that, that you were, they were that, making uh, you uncomfortable yeah, they were they were using uh, presence and or dominate on you and was brian was brian with us at, at this time no brian did not go was that the next year uh, I remember going with Brian to one of those. It may have. Because you, you, you mentioned may have. hot 
vampire chicks. Well, yeah. Was that and, the beginning of Jason? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, wanting to to LARP with the vampire people. I think, I think that so. is the beginning of it. Yeah. I think so. The hot right. chick next I, to him, and he was like, hmm. "Someone told me about blood dolls." Yeah. I, that well, that's part me. of the game. Yeah, that wasn't me. Well, I was somebody because I, I, I wouldn't know that. I don't like vampire or werewolf or any of that shit, so I wouldn't have known any of that. As an outside observance from from Archon, uh, we a bunch of us were at a steak and shake, and a few tables over was a whole group of uh, of vampire larpers, and uh, my buddy. Stan, he turns and says, you know, I didn't realize blood was so high calorie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it depends on whose you eat, I suppose. But I, my first experience with LARPers was Egyptian campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember if, if it was with you or if it was the next year with Brian and Mike, but I remember I was driving and one of these guys crossed the street with his arms crossed across his chest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, which, you know, you're supposed to slow down for pedestrians, you know, so he crossed. Well, I was telling somebody about it later and they said, well, he was being invisible. What do you mean he was being invisible? When you cross your arms across your chest, that's... You should have kept driving. Right. I, 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 just, I know a guy who floored his car and tried to run him over and they scattered like <laughs> bugs. <laughs> did you never go to Egyptian campaign when you were at school there? Uh, yeah, I did two, uh, both years. Did you do it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? I tried in my best not to give in to my nerd self while in there because I knew it would just become another thing and I would start hanging out at the the local shop every day and I wouldn't go to school. So it was a quick <laughs> in and out. I think when you look at small conventions like that, to me, I to me, I look at those small conventions as opportunities to get into games and things like that because it was years later after that initial Archon experience. That we decided to go you to mean Gen Egyptian Con. campaign or Archon. Archon. It was we. You know, we went to Ar- Me and you went to Archon together, and it was based upon our experience there that we had a good time. Yeah. We even considered going to Gen Con for the first time. Well, Archon was weed, and Gen Con was like heroin. It was the next step up. <laughs> right. I remember it's a Gateway Con. Those exactly. things are totally not even close to one another. There's yeah. something in between weed and heroin, Dan. Isn't there? There's more. Heroin's like super cheap now, isn't it? That doesn't. But this, I mean, that's a huge leap. All right. So, hey, but I, I, I look back at it, and I, why would I still go to a smaller local con? And it's not because of the extravagance of the con itself, because for the most part, they're kind of lame when you look at it, you know, in perspective with something huge like Gen Con. Um, it's certainly not because it's cheaper either, because it's not. No, no. it's not. The, the, well, it is cheaper in so much as we don't have to drive 300 miles well, to get there. No, no, I'm saying just like the pass to get yeah, in, I yeah, think yeah. it's about the same. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like 65 bucks for the weekend. But yeah, it, it, for me, it's the opportunity to you know get in on some games and things like that. Because play stuff Con, we don't normally play. Less right. distractions. Right, because right. Gen Con, there's so much more to to do and to see. And it's, it's hard to cram in everything that you want to do at Gen Con. It's hard yeah. to get into everything you want to do. Yeah. Right. No shit. Right. Because you're. I remember the first time we walked in the door of the actual exhibit hall. <laughs> you know, and that fir- very first year was '05. I think was when we went to our first Gen Con. And we were like yokels in the big city. Well, yeah. We walked in, and a, a friend of ours had recently passed, and who was one of our gamer friends. And I remember looking at you, Jason, and saying, "He would have loved this." Oh my god. You yeah, know. especially since there were strippers working the booth. <laughs> Half naked chicks. He'd have been all over that right, for sure. Right, right. And, and that is the reason I think that we finally made the decision. Yeah, we've, we've talked about it forever. Right. You know, let's go, let's go, let's go. And we it never was actually kind of like did. our field of dreams. Yeah, yeah. sort yes. of, sort of. More you know. like our big chill, I think. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now I'm even more depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, walking in there the very first time, it was like you know. Oh, 
Mecca. Mecca. Yeah, it was like, I don't know where the fuck to start. Right. Yeah. Well, that's like the, 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 was the whole thing was, you know, you'd split up into, you know, either by yourself or, you know, one or two guys. And Actually, at, at some point, we just kind of lose each other. Cause well, like, yeah. Where the fuck did Mark go? Where's Eric? Oh, my God. Right. Yeah, yeah. We, we had a couple of things like that. And then, we you know, we'd finally meet up again. You can't get like, through there as a group. Yeah, no, you really no. can't. Yeah. But you, once you get you know back together with you know either the group or you know at least one other guy, he's like, "Did you see that thing over there?" He's like, "Man, I haven't even fucking been over there yet." Right, right. Yeah. You can't really see one end of the convention all from the other. Call each right. other with their cell phones. Where are you at? I'm standing underneath a banner that says 1600. Right. I'm standing and, next to a nerd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that actually uh, brings up something that Mark and I was actually talking about today is that uh, technology is making con going much easier i mean before it was like you would call somebody on their phone but there's so it's so loud in there that you wouldn't hear the phone and you know so then people started texting mark was talking about an app he saw where you put it if everybody has the same app then you can look on a gps and see where all these people are moving in real time that would be cool well i believe there's a specific gen con app there is a gen i got there is there is a gen con app um, it's all the maps for the every convention hall, and right? Everything. It doesn't have the GPS unless they put it in the new one. But I think that would be awesome to have if everybody had that app. Yeah, you could, so that I'll way you know what it is. That, you know, that's, that's where, a good idea. I like that. Yeah. that. Oh, Mark's down. You know, over there, I can go go over there. It would not, help or it'd be like Mark's coming this way. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it would not help us with Mike. Yeah, it would not right, help with Mike. Yeah, Mike still is the anomaly. He's off the grid. This this kind of fits, and it's it's not a me story, but it's just an amazing. I can't believe that actually happened. Story that's relevant to phones is, what was it, two years ago, Mark lost his brand new iPhone? Yes, right. and actually got it back. And some <laughs> decent human being found it and actually turned it in. You, that, yeah, I remember just, that, yeah. yeah. Well, was that, that, uh, that floors me to this At day. the con. I still yeah, wonder at at, at, to, to this day that if, if it wasn't that they were actually a decent human being or if they picked it up, realized that it was passworded, and then decided to turn it in. Oh, it doesn't, but, that <laughs> shit don't matter. <laughs> but yeah. either way, I got the damn thing back, and I was so relieved. Right. Because I had literally gotten it like just the week prior. Had you yeah. dropped one in the toilet right before that too? No, that was that was later. That was later. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I, I love that story too. Although it is a tangent, uh, he dropped it in the toilet, but didn't tell the girl at the Apple Store that he dropped it in the toilet. So she was mad. No, I told her I dropped it in the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that that water sensor doesn't sense urine. <laughs> no, they should have another dot in there. Yes, they should. <laughs> you have peed on your phone. <laughs> it is. Now it didn't matter. Void. I could have told him exactly what had happened because I still didn't fucking take the same thing back and give me a new one. I had to pay another 300 fucking bones for this new phone that is not covered under the warranty yeah that's why there's a water sensor (laughs) i had the warranty i had the extended warranty i had insurance and it didn't cover shit so okay going along the lines with p one of my all-time favorite stories (laughs) from gen con (laughs) was i'm standing at the uh the men's urinal doing my business and i look over and there's one of the foam sword guys well, I don't know. There's a proper name for it, but I just call them the foam sword guys. Right, the guys who do the 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 not the ones that use like the fake the ones that are lacquered. It's the ones that are like wrapped in cloth. Wrapped in, yeah. It's it's like a, like a pool foam noodle in sword shape. Right. Yeah. Well, this guy was taking his. I think it was like a, a foam morning star or a foam warhammer, and he was dipping it in the urinal <laughs> for that extra. Wang. So, for any of our listeners who potentially are a foam sword guy, just know you may be getting whacked with weed. Yeah, face and, full and that took away any. Weed. That took away any interest I had in participating. Additionally, in any of that shit. Gamers table does not take any responsibility for anyone using that idea. To, yes. uh, going, hey, that's a good fucking idea. <laughs> like, yeah, well, what we can you? Responsibility for that. 
Can you? I mean, uh, all yeah, kinds of shit. Yeah, yeah, all kinds. Yeah, of, yeah, not to mention sure. a public urinal that probably had not been cleaned. Yes, yes. Especially if they smack somebody in their fucking eye with it yes. or mouth. Well, I only I use yes. the con toilets when I absolutely yes. have to. Honey, I swear I got hepatitis from a fucking urinal. Yes. <laughs> Some guy yeah. dipped his fucking thing in the urinal. That's I wasn't, just cruel. I wasn't banging a fucking hooker. No, <laughs> I promise. It was just a nerd. How'd that, you get hepatitis in your eye? What have you been doing? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think you really get it in your eye. Uh, not normally, but no, you can certainly get other things in your eye. Public service warning. <laughs> so, but yes, the the con experience itself is kind of unique in that there are a lot of people that that is their gaming experience for the year. You know, some you know poor people, not poor as in monetary, but just unfortunate, unfortunate individuals who un- don't have a gaming group. Exactly, that's what they have. To, to game with and I feel sorry for people like that not that they need my pity but you know it's it makes me appreciate what we have where we have a, a gaming group that we can you know get together and, and do that and the fact that on occasion we can go as a group to something like this and still enjoy it because we enjoy each other's company enough to be able to stay four days together now by the end of those four days of course those that wears thin but for the most part you know I think that it's it's a positive that I that I look forward to every year. I'm sorry we ruined your vacation this year. Yes. <laughs> how much it's costing me to go to this fucking thing this year? You know well, how much it costs me to go? Nothing. Because I ain't going. <laughs> so I wish I really wish I could go, and I'm still hoping I can make it for a night. I really am. So, yeah, so I mean, that's beside the point, though. Well, it's it's just that. Uh, so the good things about it. Uh, whenever you think of Gen Con, what's the first thing that you think of? Minis. Pizza de Tito. Pizza de Tito. Pizza de Tito. Yeah. I would like to amend my minis and say pizza de Tito. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it's, eating. It's not yeah. that good. It, it, okay, okay, it's okay. Not. It's, I, it's Sabaros with a different first, name. That no, first year, no, sir. No, yes, sir. Yes, the first is. year, it was amazingly good. And then the and I took a year off, I think. There was a year I couldn't go. The year after that, I went back. I'm like, yeah, this is not as good. It's it's not that it wasn't as good as I remember it. It was just it was not as good. Well, yeah. that was that was the year that everybody had discovered pizza. De I think Tito. I think you're right. I think and you're right. Porchito were- was in there working his ass off. But yes, um, the story behind <laughs> eating at Gen Con was that our very first year uh, we had no clue. What was around, and and we were very much like fast food. Yeah. Oh my god, we ate McDonald's. I know, oh. I know. Like there was a two day period where we ate McDonald's every meal. Right, right, and it was to the point where we were just, I can't fucking eat McDonald's. And it was the McDonald's. The they don't have it down there anymore, but it was the McDonald's that was on the ground floor of the Hyatt. Yeah. Right, and we right were, near Pizza. Right next to right. Pizza. It was under your nose the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So I, think we, I was the first person to eat there. I think you were too, because because that for some reason Pizza de Tito has weird hours during the con. Yeah. I think it's just you know whenever pe- yeah. whenever Tito keels over that's when it closes and then when he wakes up it's back on so you know it's just like weird hours and it he was like, a hard worker that's yeah, true yeah. I, I went you down there and funny. got a calzone and then dan went to go down there and get a calzone and they were closed but yeah. then like 15 minutes later they were open again <laughs> i remember sure you discovered pizza de dito and you come back and you're talking about this pizza de dito. i'm like what the fuck is the name of this joint i didn't realize that was the name <laughs> i thought it was just something made up because you couldn't remember the name right so but yeah it, once we've ventured out from you know the the nucleus that is Gen Con. I think that we've also found some. You know, like Mike last year found what was the name of that uh, Ram Brewery. The Ram Brewery, um, which I never got to see. I, I haven't I haven't tried it yet, but I I'll probably try it this year just just to see based upon what Mike. You know, well, I think the, the best part of that story, 
Go ahead, Mike. Tell them what happened when we went to the Ram last year. Well, you you were going to the Ram to meet some guys right. from Great Chat, right? Yes, I was trying to hook up with and uh, don't, talk not, with don't say yeah, hook, up. hook up. Don't yeah, say hook no, up. No. <laughs> the the hey, kids have turned that into something else these <laughs> yes. days, Mike. Anyhow, we were going to the Ram Brewery initially for a lunch with another one of our friends. Right. Then I stayed afterwards because there were supposed to be some right. people from Cannon Fire. Shout there out to as Carrie. Well. So we were sitting at the bar waiting around looking for anyone. Uh, that I might recognize, and we were just chatting with this guy right, the sitting guy, right next to us. He just happened to sit down next to us at the bar. We're talking, 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 and then next thing you know, bam. Yes, that's one of the Cannon Fire guys. Right. Uh, it goes by the name of Baron Zemo on the uh, boards. Yeah. Yeah, I think, And I think how it started was he said, you know, you know, what do you guys play? Oh, we play D&D. And it's like, oh, what campaign world do you play in? Oh, we play in Greyhawk. Yeah, do you like, really? You, yeah. I mean, he didn't notice Mike's badge that said Mortellan. I don't think he was. I don't think we were wearing them. Oh, you weren't. I can't. Well, we weren't at the con. We were, we were yeah. at a bar. No, we I didn't leave it off. This kind of leads me to fly the colors. It kind of leads me to my next point is that if you can swing it, staying right next to the con trumps. Yeah. Oh my God! Driving else. I mean, some people. I mean, they they just can't afford that, and I can un- completely understand that. So yeah. there was and a lot could, of you could go to the to the to the showroom, buy a stack of books, and then go right back across the street to the hotel and drop the shit off without having to carry around fifty pounds of game books all day. Amen. Right. That that, that is definitely a bonus. That and I think you because I have not got to do it, but I think. To me, it would seem more like you're maximizing your con experience because it's all con all the time. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you're you're going, you go down, you, you can leave your room, you go downstairs, there's something going on yeah. right there. You right. park your vehicle, you don't have to get back in it the whole weekend to yeah. go anywhere and do anything. You don't got to take a leak next to a guy dipping a sword in a urinal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You lay down for a bit if you you're can go out. all the way back to the hotel just to have a, have a piss if you want, which but I did. But yeah, I, I would endorse if you have the means. You know, staying there. Now, what we've done in the past to help cut down on cost is we'd have five or six of us stay in the same room. Now, I don't know if that's actually allowed in hotels. Michael, uh, during you, the you convention time, that? that's well, we probably done it in a while. That's probably the norm. They, yeah, it's accepted. They, they know. Yeah, I mean, you're not like violating any fire laws or anything like that. I'm sure. But well, I don't know. I think putting up my air mattress right in the fucking doorway is probably a, a violation of a fire law. It's yeah. the only way you guys would let me sleep in the room. Yes, the fucking buzz saw that is Mark. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> we, we, we cannot talk about the con without talking about Mark. Yes, yes. there's Rip a kind of experience saw. I want to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just love how last year you put your mattress up in front of the door so that Woodside couldn't close it, and he was screwed, <laughs> and he could hear you, and we couldn't. That was awesome. All I know is the one year it was like three years ago. It was just Mark and I sharing a room. Right. Mark doesn't realize how close to death he came. <laughs> no. There was there was the time where Eric saw me get up. Up in my underwear and walk over, and I was hovering over his unconscious body while he was snoring, <laughs> just thinking about smothering and, and him. Eric, Eric knew that I was thinking about killing him. Yeah, because the, the, the bathroom light was just like silhouetting Jason, and all I saw was the fucking skivvies and him hovering over Mark, kind of looking at him like, "What the fuck is that noise?" <laughs> so it's definitely a, uh, it's definitely I, an experience. I, uh, I couldn't even come close to doing an impression of it either. No, yeah, it was, it's no, bad. It is, and apparently, I bitch in my sleep as well yes there's yes. a little bit of talking involved <laughs> so that and i had the pleasure of experiencing that on our very first con because we stayed at, at a hotel that was away from the con and mark and i shared a room um and that was the last time you shared a room with anyone <laughs> if I remember correctly. Uh, no the 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 next year when we when mike set it up through Gen Con. Gen Con actually has a housing uh right that's that's when you picked the teams and Mark wasn't on your team. <laughs> <laughs> 
So where did Mark stay that year? No, we were all stayed in no, the same we, room. No, we were to, no, we were together. There were two separate rooms. I remember it was. I think it was like you. you the smokers were in one smoker, room. Smoker, no, 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 no. That, that's that, that, that's not right. <laughs> no. We were all in the same room because, um, yeah, because that's the year that I I saw Jason hovering over oh. Mark. Oh, that was the year we stayed like three or four blocks. Right. We yeah. were downtown. Yeah, but we yeah. weren't. Yeah, well, we weren't well, miles away. Indianapolis has this law, I guess, where. Uh, anywhere within a, a certain radius of downtown, uh, cabs are only supposed to cost like five bucks. Except when I pay, apparently. Yes, and Mark got screwed like twice. Five but, five bucks per trip. So we we were well within that, and so you know we would go down because they had the Starbucks downstairs, and we we, we would you know that was the year you and Mike did the. Uh, I think we walked the Epic once. Blood Bowl tournament. The epic Blood Bowl. Mm. We ended up walking a couple of times. But Mark can't really handle that. So. No, I got a bum yeah. hip. Yeah, the thing the thing about Mark at the con, and you haven't done it the last couple of times that I've noticed is what, he has bitch? no has uh, no he does that all the time. Um, the uh, the that cane. ridiculous fucking cane. Yes, that I almost threw in a river that didn't exist. <laughs> like if there's a fucking river around here, I would chuck this thing. Yes, uh, I, I, I he walks around with this uh, skull silver skull top cane that I bought at the con the first year. That was the first year, right? You did that, and uh, it's because of your hip. But I always, but, but he walks around with it like he's some like he's an English dandy. Yeah. Well, see, I always, flips it up in the air. I, and I, I, I like to, I like to make the analogy that Mark reminds me of uh, Raha from uh, from Platoon. You know, the only thing that killed Bonds is Bonds and uh, Boss Nass. That's what he kind of looks at look, when he's walking around with that thing. That's what he reminds. Didn't me. Didn't he have a uh, top hat also? Did you? Uh, you yes, look at a top I hat. Bought him, uh, I bought you a top hat when you were Yeah, uh, we we had a little gift exchange. I bought Jason an autographed photo of the cast of Firefly because uh, Ron Glass on, was there. Hold on, I, there was only one autograph on it, and it said <laughs> "Dear Coward." Signed Ron is, you wanted to go talk to Ron Glass yourself, and you wouldn't do it. My so. least, fa- I didn't want to talk to him because he's my least favorite character. He's on the Venus show. Flytrap. Why wouldn't you want well, to go? Summer talk Glass to him? No, no, was supposed no, no, no. to be there. That was not Venus Flytrap. Yeah, he was on Barney Miller. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yes, and then you bought me a top hat, and that I wore the rest of the con. I think yeah. one of us got a better deal. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, you know, we also can't talk about Gen Con without talking about Mark and his fits of rage. Well, yeah, his nerd <laughs> rage. Uh, yes. The, the first year it was, we went to the costume contest. Costume contest. Mm, right. There were some guys sitting one near guy us in that particular. were one. Yeah, one guy in particular who was quite boisterous and was he was trying to be the show. He was wooing and screaming for some really lame shit, and right. it was really getting. He was on. he was trying to be a heckler. He was right. getting, and he was well. I don't from think he, like the fifth row to the I back. I don't think he was heckling. I think he was legitimately cheering for things that he liked. I don't know about that. I I got the impression that he was trying to be funnier than the show itself. Well, that yes. could be. At any rate, uh, Mark was getting irritated. Mark said something that I don't remember exactly what you said to him. Basically, told him to shut the fuck up. And then he got out to go out and smoke and chill out a little bit. And I turned to the guy and I said, "You know, you really need to tone it down a little bit." And Quit your because he was jabbering at his buddy about it after Mark got right. left. He was after great. I left. Yeah, as, right. a, as a matter of fact, I think they were they were sizing the rest of us up to determine uh, if they could take us or not. Yeah, it was like <laughs> you take this guy and you take that guy. It wasn't. I, I didn't really hear that much of the conversation, but I just leaned over the guy and I was just trying to give him some good advice. I just said, you know, you, you really need to tone it down a little bit because you're it, you're kicking a sleeping bear. And I said he's he's mean and nasty and he doesn't like putting up with people's shit. And I said, you know, you're sitting over here and you're talking about it. And I said you're just going to get yourself in some trouble. And he goes, well. I run my own dojo and i just oh my god whatever yeah you run your own dojo mark will stomp you in the fucking ground this and guy I'll, was and fucking help. rotund yeah <laughs> but the unfortunate end to that would be after it's all said and done mark would have a heart attack right if i'd find out it was a sumo right. do- dojo and he'd crush me to death but the funny thing is is the last few years that we've gone i, I and i seem to do it more than anybody else does i i see that same guy right and 
I try and take the opportunity. If I see him coming, I try and take the opportunity to get close enough to him and go, Dojo! <laughs> so. I'm glad you brought that up because um, just yesterday, I wa- we were at a, my wife and I were at a restaurant, and I saw a guy that I've seen at Gen Con at a restaurant near my home. <laughs> and I was like, wow. That, Small world. Yeah, it's, it's just, and the funny thing is, the reason I know him from Gen Con is because I, I remember seeing him because he looks like a poor man's Ed Greenwood. And and I, that's the first thing I think of when I see him because he has the same beard and everything. And he was sitting at this restaurant by himself, you know, in, on a Tuesday night, you know, like at eight o'clock, by himself reading uh, like a Dragonlance novel, you know, a dog eared Dragonlance novel, eating his burger. And I was like, you know, poor guy doesn't have any fucking friends, can't go and sit down at a restaurant with him. But, you know, it's like, oh, there's poor man's uh, Ed Greenwood. It's, you, sometimes you'll you'll see the same people. It's those reoccurring extras in the story that is your life. <laughs> right. I was surprised the uh, one time I was walking, browsing through the uh, seminars and ran into uh, Kevin that used to game with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kevin, uh, who, who used to game with us here. Yeah. So And, and you know, there's always, you always see like people like, you know, like, oh, you know, somebody you ran, you've gamed with or, you know, and there's always the obvious deuce appearance. Yeah. Every, can, right. every Gen Con. Yes, like, the inevitable deuce appearance. One week before the con, no, I'm probably not going to go this year. Inevitably, you see him there. He yes, goes. the next time you talk to him, he's at the con. <laughs> yeah, so and he, he got a really sweet deal yeah, on an awesome com- hotel room. He got comped a room and like free lobster <laughs> and shit. If we went to Gen Con in a limo, he would show up in a helicopter. Right, yes. right. one up. <laughs> or he would come in a longer. I ran into these guys at the airport. They were going that way. Well, I think Gen Con is kind of it's kind of a nerd mecca. You know, it's the it's the yeah. one thing that you look forward to all year long. It's where you know, aside from a handful of companies don't kind of kind of don't participate like like games workshop doesn't participate anymore but that's well, where like you two see cons all their own though right that, that's where you see a lot of uh new releases you, yeah, that's where right. you see a lot of games that may only ever exist at gen con yeah right. yeah we like aces and eights would not be part of our group at all if were it not for gen con yeah right? mm-hmm. and having done that the well jason i think did the demo sit down demo and well, we and then we yeah, played one the year game. yeah one year we had the played the no he played the shootout portion in the yeah, morning and then right. like two days later we all had the game yeah that's right together that's did we right. uh, do conan there first before we yes played conan? yes we uh, uh, it's a guy who runs they're called the ragnarson chronicles and he runs them every year yeah and he bases yeah he bases it he bases all of the con adventures on adventures that he wrote for his home brew or you know his home campaign and he just plays them out and you play the characters that of his friends that they have made and he, he does a really good job uh and based on that was uh uh, the reason why we got into the Conan game. Say, so based on that, you bought every Conan book for the current edition. Am I correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm That's a good com- marketing. I'm a completist, so I, yeah, I have like to. Eric's Conan nut. But uh, yeah, some of the other con experience. I got one. Uh, it was mentioned earlier. The uh, Blood Bowl tournament. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was my favorite and least favorite all yes. at the same time. I've done it once. I'm done. Yep. Yeah, because it, well, it took up your entire con. It did Friday it took, and half a Saturday, and, and it's not like we drug our feet. It's not like the games ran over. It was just a marathon of Blood Bowl pain. Yeah, yeah. and I, consequently, I don't think we've ever played Blood Bowl since. <laughs> Um, not seriously. Not no. no, not seriously. Because we were playing it pretty seriously yeah. for yeah. a while, yeah. right before that, for about two years. Yeah. But yeah, there's. And I'm glad you. Uh, someone mentioned the uh, that you find like ex- con exclusives and things like that. I didn't really realize that that was the case until I tried to look up the Dune role playing game. And when Last Unicorn made it, 
and then so they released it at Gen Con, and then like two months later went tits up. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of companies they kind of they gear up for that push, and if if it fails after after the con season is over, right? It's, I mean, that's just it. Yeah. So based on that, based on the fact that that happened, and it's happened with a couple of other smaller things, you know, it's like, oh, I'll buy that later, and then you come back yeah, and you, it's gone. That, yeah. that was uh, we, we kind of came to that determination that you know if you think you want something, you need to get it yeah. because odds are it's not going to be there. Right. Yeah. And it, yeah. Last year I was making fun of Woodside because the whole first day of the con last year he spent standing in line at uh, was oh, it Fantasy fa- Flight Fantasy Flight Games for the for the uh, the Dark Heresy book mm. that was coming out that right. day. Well, see, that's different because and he stood there all fucking day. I mean, I got to the point where I would just occasionally walk by the Fantasy Flight Games to oh, hang man. out with Woodside for a few minutes, but he, he got the book and I didn't, so I guess the joke's on me. Well, well, he got it early. Yeah, and that's the thing. You you run that risk. Do I mean I we patron a game shop frequently. Every week we patron a game shop for gaming and things like that and you know comics. And you have to weigh that, you know, am I going to get it here at the con or am I going to just wait until right. it actually is released? And there there are there are would be cases of I'm going to wait cuz I really I'll just end up buying this, you know, from my friend Support who runs your a game. local game store. Yeah. Exactly. And then poof, it's gone. Yeah. You, know, you never then, see it again. That's the, why. the easy solution to that is you get books that you know the author is going to be there and get the signature. Well, that's true. That's it's, true. it's nice to do that when you can. Yeah. Uh, last year's Gen Con, uh, I stocked up on a game called Victoriana, which we have yet to play. And I'm really interested in running it and playing it because uh, the selling point is that we all love Shadowrun. And the selling point is it's Steampunk Shadowrun. You kind of run into that. I'm, I'm going to pick it up here because if I don't, chances are it's not going to be around. That's why I get... Uh I almost exclusively anymore. That's the only place I buy miniatures at because I want to see it in person. Right. Because I've gotten burned a couple of times mm-hmm. saying, oh man, that's really nice. And it ends up, it was just a really nice paint job on a really shitty miniature. Right. So I, I like to see it for myself in person. Um, and that brings up something else that I like about cons and that's the, you know, the miniature contest. Yeah. I, I have yet one one day I will get in one one day. Yeah, it was the what was the two years ago or whatever the, the we French met that guy. Jeremy guy. Yeah, who yeah. I did I didn't know who he was, but I, I unbeknownst to me I was a fan of a huge fan of his work for, off of uh, Cool Mini or not. Yeah, cool. And I, I see the miniature like at, to that to that time my favorite painted miniature of all time. And I had talked to the guy earlier in the day because he was running the Alchemy booth, and I look at the miniature and I look at him and he's talking to my other people. I'm like, "You're that guy." And he just smiles at me, bigger <laughs> and shit. You know, yes, I paint that. And, and you like you're up, fucking insane. Yeah. I, as I as I recall, we actually were outside the uh, we were looking at the case when the Reaper uh, sculptors came out and they were looking at the miniatures. The one one guy and, turns and, and, to and, Bobby it, Jackson. And he says, "What is wrong with?" that dude <laughs> right <laughs> so but yeah it's little nuggets like that that makes the con you know, memorable and you, you look back at it and you don't think about you you paid fucking eight bucks for a soda the bickering and the fighting it's like when you're hanging out with your family then you know you you bicker and you fight and you argue but then by the time the, ne- the next year rolls around you've forgotten about it and it's it's time to you know g- go and do it again um, well, and I think um, the biggest part, I don't even think like like with us, because, you know, by, by the end of the weekend, we are kind of, you know, we're irritable, but I think that's more because of sleep deprivation, yeah, and yeah, we filled right. our bodies with garbage for four days <laughs> right, straight. Right. <laughs> um, looking back at some of our con experiences, though, 
maybe it's a, an attempt to relive the past, and I know you hate that, Dan, but you know, it's. I look back at our first con experiences at Gen Con and think maybe we should stay in a hotel farther away or stay in the have everybody stay in the same room again because last year it was completely different. And I know you weren't there, right. but what it was was we were all kind of on our own. Doing See, I don't, I don't think your wife would like the whole staying in one. Well, and I, <laughs> and I, I understand that. And yeah. my daughter is, is, I took my daughter, wife and daughter to uh, Gen Con last year for the first time. My daughter is hooked. And I, we're going to see this year if it's still the same. But as she, she's 10, I mean, she's going to get older and she's going to be like, I am not doing that. Yeah, That's yeah, like, I think you got two years tops before. Right. So you're saying we should rough it like college students or something? No, I'm not su- suggesting that. I'm just saying that the unity uh, that was our group, I think we we have a hell of a lot more Gen Con stories from the beginning, from those first few years, than oh. we do from subsequent years. Because it's been fragmented. Because it's been fragmented. Yeah. We don't have sh- – it's the shared experience that right. makes it – like, like One of my favorite Gen Con memories is, I think, from the first year. Uh, we all got into a, uh, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer game. Right. And you guys you know, didn't know shit about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You just knew it was this game that I wanted to play, and it was a show that you guys didn't watch. Right. But that was one of the few things we could all get in on, and it ended up being the, like four of us: you and I, Mike, and uh, Jason play, and Jason. Yeah, I was going to say it was not me, <laughs> and, and to, like two other guys who were just two guys at the con, and yeah. we completely took over that game as we tend to do, right? But I think that I'm looking at that con. The the we went in not knowing what the fuck we were doing with with Gen Con. You have to have you have to prepare. Yeah, if for, if, if you want to do something, you have to prepare. Right. So, Other, or you do like what I try to do is go and just wander and just experience. Don't don't necessarily sign up for anything. Just go and wander. I agree. And see what kind of things you you stumble on. Right. Um, but you know, I sorry to interrupt you, okay. but uh, I was going to add on the dance thing is uh, I spend more time now uh, seeing authors and artists than uh, gaming, yeah. connecting with people. And you can't always. I mean, some of them have signings or whatever, you know, plan times. But lots of times you have to keep wandering to catch these people. And, you know, it's not something you can plan. See, well, it's the it's the interesting side stuff that you would never find because it's not on a schedule or anything. The first year that I went, I just stumbled on a room. There, there's a there's a Yahoo group. It's something to the effect of one, one sculpt list or one list sculpting. And it was the Reaper guys. It was sculptors from a bunch of different companies that just get together and shoot the shit in a convention room it's it's off the grid you can come in talk to them that's where i that's where i met bobby jackson for the first time and I, you just sit down and watch these guys sculpt to do their thing right and uh it, it was re- it was really really nice and uh, like after that's whenever i started building my own sculpting tools which uh, have yet to be used <laughs> uh, yes there's always the uh post gen con high where you've got like i want to do this and i yeah, want to do that super I motivated do this. Yeah. like the uh, like the miniature jason bought for his uh character three campaigns ago that was three years ago that i said i would paint <laughs> he's done almost and that's been three <laughs> years now here i got i got a little it's more advice more another little psa it's not so much a con experience it was a post-con experience i do not recommend and maybe we can put a link in the show notes to this uh going to tgi fridays before the drive home and eating the cheesy bacon cheeseburger <laughs> that, I, that tgi fridays is gone there's a hotel there now. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, the the TGI Fridays might just be in that hotel somewhere. Mm, that's it, true. it should have said in the menu, do not do this before a three-hour That's the one drive. with the wheel of cheese, right? Yes. it had. It, think of a cheese stick patty 
on top of a bacon cheeseburger. Right. Smart. <laughs> it was delicious uh, until about an hour later, and then we stopped at the uh, the, the gas station that time forgot. It was oh, like yeah, something out of like Friday the Thirteenth. Jason the, discovered the worst toilet in Scotland. Yeah, it was like the, it, I, I still. This is how I picture it in my mind. Like there's some fog and a dock and the, the one swinging light. And all I know is that I go in there and it's like too narrow for my wide ass. And by the time I come up, there's a cop. Yeah. Just kind of eyeballing you. Yeah, guys. he's like, "What do we do? What do we? What do we stop at this place? For? It's some, a fucking convenience store, man. Foreigner in our yeah. town. It's a, yeah. Why did you stop at this quick stop? Yeah. Well, we had to take shit. No, but I do have a con experience story that I'd like to tell. It was la- year before last, maybe. I think it was. And I have the unfortune of, or misfortune, I should say, of having to work every Sunday. And I feel your pain. Event sign up. Is always it, it's always on a Sunday like at noon. Yeah, and so I have to rely on other people to sign up for games for me. And it was either last year or year before that Woodside inadvertently signed us up for a Shadowrun game. That it was because of the twenty twentieth anniversary of Shadowrun. Um, we ended up getting in on. It was called Mr. Johnson's Table, and we get. We, was, I was in. On okay, that. so that was two years ago. That then. was two years ago. So, yeah. Was this the game where the dude wouldn't let me sit down? Yes. Even though I'm I clearly I sweating bullets, I've got a cane that I'm walking right. with. Yeah. Let, let, let's, let's be completely honest. You sweating bullets is not really going to like stand out at Gen Con. <laughs> I suppose that's true. <laughs> so, as the story goes, um, it was a it was a Mr. Johnson's Table, um, which essentially was an open table. We could do whatever we wanted to, and one of the guys from I think he's part of the organized campaign. He, I don't know if he has anything to do with WizKids or uh, FanPro or whatever, but he was like one of their GMs, you know, one of their like top-notch GMs. I, I, I really liked this dude. Yeah, and, he was cool. And uh, w- it was completely by accident that Woodside signed us up for this game and got us all into it. And we show up, and I was one of the first people to walk up to the thing, and I said, you know, that it, you, whenever you go to a con, your your ticket should tell you which table you're going to be at, what what room, what table, whatever. And I walk up, and I see these couple of guys sitting at the table, and that's not uncommon. You sit down at the table you think that you're going to be playing in. Well, as I'm getting my stuff to set down, these two guys, these two guys get up and they walk away. So they were, like, from the previous game. And a guy walks up to me who is he was a pretty decent-sized guy, and he says, what game are you playing? And I said, uh, Mr. Johnson's Table. And it was almost an in-character moment. He said, please stand at this, that, up against this wall. Mr. Johnson will see you in a moment. And I got I, as soon as he said it, I got it. Yeah, it but like, you were the only one who got that intro. Right, yeah. yeah. So then I stand up against the wall. Well, then everybody else kind of filters in, and, and you know, almost like Marines, we just kind of, you know, one person stands in line, and everybody just kind of piles in behind him. And uh, so, you know, all my friends are standing next to me and everything. Mark is the last person up because he had smoked you know before coming up and came in and you know was hobbling and went to sit down and the guy said the same thing to him that he said to me and mark blew up at him because he wanted to sit down i needed to sit down my fucking leg hurt <laughs> so that wasn't his problem and and so it was it was a it was one of those cases where we were we were trying to tell him mark just you know pull up you know you could pull up a chair over here or whatever you know, you don't have to, you know, you don't sit at the table because Mr. Johnson will see us in a moment. I don't care. That dude's fucking LARP should not interfere with my health and safety. <laughs> Needless to say, though, it, it, it ended up being one of the better games that I think we've ever been involved in. Yeah, once I calmed really down, game. it was fun. Yeah. It yeah. was that guy, you could tell he really he enjoyed his shadow run, and I think he really enjoyed running for 
a group, a different group than his own, but people who were as interested in the game as Absolutely. he was. Yeah, Absolutely. that dude was into it too, man. He had like a blue flight suit. He yeah, a, he, he was dressed up as a dock wagon flight. Yeah, he had flight yeah. he had patches. I yeah, I've still yeah, got it. I have one of those patches. Yeah, yeah. but and. Which is funny, that game, we sat down and he was like, okay, what do you guys want to do? And, you know, we're like, oh, let's go rob a bank. Let's do this, do that. And I was like, no, 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 no. Let's do an old school corporate extraction. Let's do an old school corporate extraction. He ran it off the cuff. It, It may have been something he'd ran before. You know, but he had a like a little file folder with all the these different NPCs with bios on each one. And you know, photos even. And photos for each one. Each character player character had a photo for their character sheet. It was it was very, very This guy top-notch. had a nice. lot of time on his hands. Yeah. He, that was the year you didn't go, wasn't it? I didn't. Yeah, that, that was the year. He, he, didn't go. That guy is an example that, that game makers need to take a note from. That guy can sell you a book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Most it was certainly. based upon, and we hadn't played the new uh, Shadowrun. Yeah, it was our the, first time playing the, the fourth, fourth edition. Well, you, you actually, well, no, no, I thought you guys, it, you had a bad taste in your mouth for that edition of Shadowrun, and he kind of turned it around for you. That's more, that, more closer that's, to that's the truth. That's probably true. So, but consequently, one of my favorite RP moments stems from that game. Our friend Aaron was playing a, uh, a character, and we were we were doing a corporate extraction, and we had to figure out a way to get into this corporation. And he tailed a member of uh, like a uh, just a wage slave from that corporation back to her home, and <laughs> went there and snuck into her place and was trying to get information. She come out of the bathroom or whatever, and uh, like surprised Aaron and. You know, the, so it was like this moment of what am I going to do? And he commenced to fucking capping her, <laughs> and then you know, he, and so you know, he's capping her, and then he's like trying to find her ID and stuff, and then like the kettle goes off, and he's like, well, or no, it was the microwave goes ding, and he's like, you know, he turns around, he's like, what, what was in there? And she goes, and the guy's like, well, it was her dinner, and he's like, oh, well, I'll sit down and I'll eat. <laughs> so he fucking, <laughs> he fucking capped wow. her, and then sat down and ate her food <laughs> to kind of tie this all up. I have one more that I, I just find too funny. Okay, that we have to share is uh, you and I, Eric, Eric and I. Right, we were by the uh, the big manga booth, manga and anime booth. Oh yes, oh, yes. yes. And there were two other guys on the other side, and one guy tries to take up a conversation with the other. Right, and the guy's like to the effect of, "Dude, I feel bad enough that I'm looking at cartoon porn. Just leave me alone." Right. Yeah, don't don't bring attention to yeah that I'm looking at tentacle porn. And and the guy was like he was honestly really into it, obviously. He was just oh. like, "Oh, that one's really good, man. That one's really good, but if you like this one, you're going to like this one." And the guy oh, was like, "You don't want to hear somebody else's review of porn." Right. <laughs> you just don't. <laughs> I really spanked it on this one. <laughs> you know. But anyway, uh, and anybody else have anything before we wrap it up? So, in conclusion, I think that, uh, you know, I endorse cons. Uh, I endorse local cons. Get your game on when you go to your local cons and go to the big cons for the experience. Um, And I think that's why we will continue, you know, sometimes we are not able to make it and sometimes we are, you know. But by and large, I think it's something that we will continue to do as a group because it is the group experience that we enjoy. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for joining us and we'll see you guys next week. Follow us on Twitter. We are at Gamers Table and like us on Facebook. You have been listening to Gamers Table, brought to you by Side Tangent Productions. Visit us at www.gamerstable.com. Products and intellectual properties discussed during this podcast are the properties of their respective owners. This production is for entertainment purposes only. Any commercial broadcast is prohibited without the express consent from Side Tangent Productions.